a few years back, a friend was visiting his elderly grandmother while she was in a nursing facility. Dave, we'll call him, walked in as his grandmother's eyes were wide as dinner plates. Grandma, what's going on? He asked, as she couldn't take her gaze from the television. Turning his attention to the TV, he soon realized why his grandmother was so overcome by panic. What she thought she was watching was the local news, although what she was really watching was War of the Worlds. Oof, poor thing. It took him quite some time to calm her down and convince her it was a movie loosely based on the novel by H.G. Wells and wasn't, in fact, her evening news program. I must confess, though, this past year has had its moments. Not a single person hasn't been affected by COVID-19 in one way or another. Yesterday, my family and I, we were returning from a hike in the mountains and passed a farmer selling produce at a roadside pop-up market. A stocky, broad-shouldered gentleman, probably in his early 70s, donned with a straw hat, long sleeve flannel, and a face mask. Never in all his years. I told my wife, would he or many of us expect a facial covering to be just another thing you put on before you walk out the door, like a jacket or like you're carrying an umbrella? And while guidelines and regulations continue to ease, one thing that may not be so quick to ease are our nerves in returning to what the everyday will be like in the weeks, months, years to come. We've all been sitting, not moving, for so long now in this new normal, it's almost difficult to remember any other way. Like a baby beginning to explore the world past the sandbox, so are we looking to take our first tentative steps back into society, into this new world. For some, they'll go from zero to a hundred, no looking back, look out, ah, finally. As if the past 15 months have never happened. For others, a slower, more precautious path. Baby steps. Baby steps. Extroverts cheer as the world at large flips the window sign from closed to open, while introverts, like yours truly, stare from behind the windows, saying, Do I have to go? But I will say, even I have missed the embrace and laughter of so many. But just as we've adapted, somewhat, to mask and six feet of separation over the past year and a half, returning to 2019, metaphorically, isn't as emotionally easy as flipping a switch. Take this to heart. Similar to the varied reactions and how people dealt and responded to COVID-19, there are just as many ways in which people can choose to return to the world and get their life back up and running again. We must be sure to take it slowly and only do what is comfortable for you. And everyone, whether confident and excited or the opposite end of the spectrum, must respect and support each individual's choice as to how they got back into their old life, whatever that may be. So remember, don't compare, don't judge. And that doesn't just apply to other people, but to yourself. 
as I tell my kids, talk to yourself as you would your friends. Be kind. Give yourself some grace. This is all new to all of us. Give yourself some grace. It took a lot of energy to establish good and new routines when COVID first began. Now we're going to have to change and adapt those routines yet again. This can be stressful and induce anxiety, especially if we've noticed positives from this season, from this period. More time spent with family. No more stressful commutes or jam-packed social schedules. Spending more attention to self-care like meditation or the daily walks or even how you've changed your eating or sleeping habits. Society returning to what used to be doesn't mean you have to go back to what you used to be. Especially if it was a part you'd rather leave behind. Fall in love with yoga? Stay in love. Started to cook more meals? Strike a match. If you found something new that you wouldn't had had it been for a global pandemic, then count it a blessing and bring that along in your new chapter of life. But today, I'd like to share a few tips on dipping your toes into the new waters. The world will wait, so take your time. But when you're ready, join me as we'll take these steps together. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's comment down in three Two, one. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, come on, you know the words. What a wonderful world. If I could, I would play this song, but the licensing fees I can only imagine are through the roof. But I mentioned this song for a reason. It's the anthem of finding beauty in the world around you. Trees of green, red roses, skies of blue, colors of the rainbow. These are things that are waiting for us every day to simply breathe in and partake. So first things first and stepping out. Make a list of all the things you've missed doing. Sure, sure, the obvious ones. Concerts, yes please. Restaurants, of course, but... Not everything has to be a a song and a steak. (laughs) It could be feeding the ducks by the pond, or long hikes, or just sitting on the beach watching the waves as they wash over your toes before chasing back to the fish in the ocean. Simple pleasures. Ones where the only investment is time and then one or two of your five senses. The second thing is, prioritize your priorities. If we've learned anything during this season, I truly hope that we've learned what's important to each of us individually. The time reflecting who we are and, at the core, what matters most. What is something you had to let go the past 15 months and now you can't imagine picking up again? Not having your two-hour commute each day and being able to have breakfast every morning with the kids has you thinking to yourself, hmm, could I work remotely even if just one or two days a week? Or the people you haven't seen in over a year that made you doubt yourself every time you were together. 
Is it easier to just not answer their calls this coming weekend? As dark and as terrible as the season has been, and it has, I hope there has been a time to reflect and renew your own identity for you to understand, hey, this is me, and I really miss this part about me. You have a blank canvas. As the world slowly opens, what colors of your life will you paint with the stroke of a brush? The picture is yours. And finally, getting rid of the shoulds when it comes to feelings. I should be getting together with others. I should call this person. I should go back to what I was doing even though I absolutely hated it. I should, I should, I should. May I ask, says who? If I may suggest, the only should to consider is the one you feel comfortable in doing. Rid yourself the pressure of others' comfort zones. I'm going to say that again. Rid yourself the pressure of others' comfort zones. Imagine this. I should go skydiving even though I'm terrified to do it, you say. Then why are you putting on a harness? Well, I, I, you know, I should go because my neighbor wanted me to go along. No, just no. If and when you're ready to jump from a plane, you'll be over the moon excited to go. Until then, find comfort and confidence with your shoes being firmly on the ground. The only thing you should be is yourself. Who could have predicted a global pandemic? Okay, okay, okay. A lot of scientists probably have their hands up right now. But for the average person on the street, COVID-19 caught us all completely by surprise. And this past year or so has been hard. Really, really hard. But through this, you've come out stronger, more secure with who you are in your own identity, and hopefully with a greater awareness that for many of us, we went through it together. Sure, at times, differing opinions, and I would have done it this way, but in the end, you're okay. Breath knocked out of you just a bit, but you are okay. And when the time is right, when you are ready, you'll lace your shoes, check yourself in the mirror one last time before heading out and step into a bit of the familiar while embracing the perhaps not so familiar all in the same embrace. And with each time, a little here, a little there, you'll lay your head on your pillow at the end of the day and in the words of Louis Satchmo Armstrong, yes, I think to myself, what a wonderful world. To find more episodes of Comet Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit cometdownpodcast.com. You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community and our Facebook page. You're not alone. You are not alone.
This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth, with assistance and additional writing by Caroline McPherson. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or a diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this in future podcasts and aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CometDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.